Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sports Wire. My name is Vinny Apicella, and I want to thank you all again for listening to the Sports Wire each and every day right here on Anchor.fm. Um, and I want to just thank you all because it's always great to see the amount of people that are, that are starting to listen to Sports Wire every day. And I know it has to do with, uh, you know, the subject of the show. And I know not, some people probably don't want to hear things. Some people don't want to listen to certain episodes. I get that. But, but I want to thank you all for downloading and listening. And if you subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or anywhere that you find your favorite podcasts, because uh, we're at, we're in a lot of places. <laughs> yes, this this show goes to uh, at least ten to twelve <clears throat> different podcast platforms, including the aforementioned Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and then you've got Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Radio Public. Uh, it's got. It did get taken off iHeartRadio because I'm no longer with Spreaker, so I'm working on trying to get that back. Uh, trying to get back with uh, a couple other places, and uh, we are also on Overcast, Castbox, Deezer, <clears throat> a lot of different places. All right, so thank you for listening again. Uh, just a quick note: I did not watch AEW's Full Gear uh, tonight. Um, because I wasn't about to pay $50 for it. Um, because, well, quite honestly, it's a little bit out of the budget, number one. Number two, I didn't, I'm not at the point with AEW yet where I feel it's, well, feel A, that it's worth it to pay $50 for a show, and B, we've kind of been spoiled with sites like the WWE Network where you pay 10 bucks a month to get all the pay-per-views for free, and, you know, even New Japan World, again, you get all the pay-per-views, you know, for 10 bucks a month or whatever it is. Um, so we've kind of been spoiled with that. So to go back to traditional pay-per-view, I'm paying especially $50 for one event. I'm not quite there yet. Uh, I'll, I'll read the results, possibly check out the highlights on YouTube and whatever. Although I, di- I did read some of the results and they're going to all over Twitter as well. Uh... I have to say, for the main event, Cody Rhodes and just Chris Jericho, the the ending was exactly what should have happened and what was predicted was MJF turning on Cody. Um, he threw in the towel, so it didn't get a quote unquote clean finish. There was no submission or uh, pinfall, but MJF threw in the towel and then kicked Cody in the groin when Cody you know, confronted him and said, why the heck you do do this to me? Uh, so it kind of elevates MJF now. I don't think he'll be part of the inner circle, but I do feel like he will, he is going to be a uh, major heel now in AEW. So, you know, and he always was a heel, but in classic Rhodes family booking, you know, Dusty Rhodes has friends on both sides of the aisle, baby faces and the heels. And that's like, you know, Dusty used to have, so now Cody does the same thing. Well, that, you know, was a good thing. And, and MJF, even though he was a heel, sided with Cody Rhodes as his quote-unquote best friend. So 
it all worked out. And now Cody has a gripe with MJF, and Cody can kind of legitimize his his uh, campaign or, or whatever to get back into the world title picture. Because remember the... Uh, Remember, the, the stipulation was that if Cody lost, he could never challenge for the AEW world title ever, ever again. Uh, I think that was kind of premature in the lifespan of this company, uh, but it provides a good story now. And now Cody Rhodes can go on and feud with MJF and, you know, he can, he can campaign, he can, you know, advocate to Tony Khan or whoever might be a... Uh, an authority figure to say, listen, I was screwed out of it. If I beat MJF, I want to get back in the title picture or whatever the case is going to be. And I think that'll be good for everybody involved. Um, I heard that the John Moxley and Kenny Omega lights out unsanctioned, uh, hardcore match went 40 minutes. And even Renee Young, uh, was tweeting like WTF, you know, what the hell is going on? Um, I did, obviously didn't watch it. I'll probably check out the, I'll probably check out the, uh, highlights, but a 40 minute hardcore match is kind of extreme and that's going by even ECW standards. You never saw, you know, a, a hardcore, a pure hardcore lights out unsanctioned match go that long. And I, I, I have, you know, I have no words as to that, uh, but we shall see how that plays out. Uh, SCU, they defeated uh, the Lucha Brothers and Private Party to retain the AEW tag titles. And from what I saw, uh, Christopher Daniels got uh, some retribution on Lucha on the Lucha Brothers and uh, actually came out to the ring dressed as uh, I believe it was Pentagon Jr. And then took off the mask and said that was him. Showed show that it was him. But, you know, I only know the, 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 the few few things that I heard and read. So I don't know too much about it. But I'll probably talk about it uh, next week. Also, um, for those of you on Twitter <clears throat> that listen to the show, I uh, I'd like to... Get a message to Matt Kuhn. Um, he muted me, actually. Um, my personal Twitter, at VAppSellSWE. He, he muted me because somebody had uh, commented on one of his tweets. He put up a tweet yesterday, a picture of him and Joey Janela. And somebody had said... Oh, uh, I'm paraphrasing now. Somebody had said, oh, you know, I'm just starting to like your work, and now you're, you're posing with a talent, talentless loser, you know, in a picture or whatever. Um, and I had replied, because here's the deal. Okay, I like Matt Kuhn. I listen to Total Engagement every, every night. Uh, I like his takes. You know, may not agree on everything, but he is a knowledgeable fan and a knowledgeable person, and he doesn't portray himself as a dirt sheet writer or a know-it-all. He's a fan, and just like we all are. And uh, so I had kind of, I had taken the response, I I'd posted a response, and I basically replied. I said, by talent with this loser, I hope you're talking about Joey Janela. 
because I was kind of defending Matt Kuhn because I think Matt Kuhn is very talented. And uh, Kuhn actually took it the wrong way and thought I was uh, dissing Joey Janela. Now, I have been vocal on Sportswire and on Twitter that I don't agree with Joey Janela's wrestling style, especially the fact that he touts that he never went to wrestling school, was never trained or whatever. But the dude has a lot of balls for putting himself through... I don't know whether it's a lot of balls or a lack of brains, but for putting himself through the hardcore style matches, like the one we saw with John Moxley and himself at, I think it was Fight for the Fallen or Fighter Fest or whatever. And uh, I, not that, you know, like I said, I don't agree with that kind of style, but, you know, I respect, I respect what he's done, what he does. So I, by what I said, uh, I, I was, in my, in my thought, and maybe I could have worded it better, I came to Matt Kuhn's, uh, you know, defense, but he took it as me dissing Joey Janela and muted me. So no longer could he say anything. Uh, no longer could he see anything I tweet from my personal page. So I would just like to post an apology and put an apology out there to Matt Kuhn because uh, that was not my intent. And, uh, you know... Like I said, we disagree on, on certain things. Like he's a big Marco Stunt fan and, and Orange Cassidy and thinks they're, thinks they're good for the business. I don't, but that's what it is. Uh, so anyways, for those of you out there that uh, listen to the show, if you want to give Matt Coon and Iggy and say, listen, that's not what he meant, go right ahead. <laughs> uh, but whatever, I, I, I will still listen to Total Engagement. I have no problem listening to that show because I think it's awesome. And I think Matt Coon himself is very knowledgeable and awesome as well. Okay, so what did I say I was going to talk about today? I said today was going to be a general hospital recap. For those of you that are general hospital fans or those of you that uh, don't necessarily watch it, but might start. And I will do that right after the break. All right, welcome back. Again, my name is Vinny Apicella, and I'm here with you for the Sportswire. Today is Saturday, November, well, actually, technically, it's Sunday, November 10th, 2019. And here's your general hospital recap, uh, just kind of going over the basic storylines and uh, what uh, to look forward to in the future. <laughs> well, we saw a big uh, reveal over the past week in that Nicholas Castanine, Long, uh, long presumed dead. I, I think it was like two or three years now, uh, when Tyler Christopher uh, first left the show, who was the uh, original or at least that time portrayer of Nicholas Castanine, and who was quickly recast to continue a storyline until his supposed death by his long lost illegitimate cousin, Valentine Castanine. And uh, Valentine is unknowing that Nicholas is still alive. So he was recast, and Nicholas is still alive and back in Port Charles. And it turns out he's the one that had put Jasper Jackson, Hayden Barnes, up to finding the codicil uh, from Helena. And Helena Cassadine, who was portrayed as Constance Towers, uh, originally portrayed by Elizabeth Taylor back in the 80s, uh, she is she is the evil matriarch grandmother of the Cassadine family, 
Uh, Nicholas was her grandson and her beloved grandson, the uh, son of her son, Stop, was it Stavros? I believe so, yes. And uh, I, I don't, I, I'm still working on Cassidy names myself, <laughs> but um, he's, uh, like I said, and his son should have gotten the uh, Cassidy inheritance. Unfortunately, Valentine said there was supposedly a rewrite uh, of, the, of her will or, or Stavros' will because Valentine is Stavros' illegitimate child. And he was written out of the will years ago. So Helena supposedly left a codicil, which is an addendum to the will, um, stating that the inheritance goes to the rightful Cassidine heir, which is Nicholas. But nobody knows he's alive, at least in town. And that would go to his son, Spencer. Of course, when everything is all said and done, Nicholas will maintain, will come back and say that he was alive. Of course, when he fleed, originally uh, uh, left Port Charles, it was because of uh, election fraud <laughs> to get, I believe it was at the time, you know, the mayor at the time and uh, Mayor Lomax uh, to get her reelected away from Felicia uh, Scorpio, Max Scorpio's wife and Maxie Jones's mother. <laughs> of course, you know, everybody that, is related has a different last name uh but so he's i'm sure upon finding out he's alive he'll be brought in for questioning and possibly arrested for faking his own death and you know fleeing prosecution and election tampering and a whole host of stuff uh <laughs> so uh, amazingly that's you know and 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 the and there's a twist now because Hayden Barnes being back in Port Charles actually finally came out to her her ex-fiance, Dr. Hamilton Finn, who is now dating Anna Devane. And she he came out, or she, Hayden let him know that their, for their daughter, who Hayden had originally told Finn had been a miscarry, the daughter is actually alive. And... Now they're working through things. So, again, it's a normal soap opera. Um, and I just enjoy it. It's on, it's on ABC Tuesday, uh, daily at 2 p.m. I watch it on Hulu without the, without the commercials. But it's a great show. And, I, and actually, there, have been, there has been a WWE tie-in where David Otunga guest starred on General Hospital um, a couple years ago when uh, the... Maid of the Quartermains, or former maid of the Quartermain family, uh, Alice, <laughs> who portrays her a maid, obviously, but but uh, moonlights as a professional wrestler when she had to go in to uh, uh, the hospital for, I believe it was a heart transplant or something. She had a heart attack or something like that, and uh, he actually came to visit her. Uh, her wrestling name was the Dominator. Um, so, there, you know, there has been a crossover, and quite honestly, and, and Jason Morgan, who is the hitman for uh, Sonny Corinthos' mob family, or legend mob family, uh, his nickname is Stone Cold. <laughs> and they, I could actually, and I actually want to promote their podcast, uh, Jason Morgan, uh, Steve Burton, who portrays Jason Morgan, and Bradford Anderson, who portrays 
Damien Spidelli, who's a, you know, a computer nerd, tech whiz, hacker, uh, who helped out Jason and his wife, Sam, with many things. Uh, so Bradford Anderson and Steve Burton have their own podcast on Podcast One. It's called uh, That's Awesome with Stephen Bradford. Uh, and they do their one-man shows. Uh, they go around, or two-man shows, I guess. Uh, Stand-up show routine. And uh, it's called Stone Cold and the Jackal. So I highly recommend it. I, I really do. And it's hard to go over the storylines when, you know, somebody isn't necessarily a fan or, or hasn't been watching it their whole life or even for, even for, you know, you could watch it for like two or three weeks and kind of get sucked in. So I recommend it. I really do. If you're, if you're somebody who likes storylines, if you're somebody who actually likes the WWE storylines that they're doing now, especially with Rana, with Rana, with Rusev and Lana and Bobby Lashley, um, if you're somebody that doesn't like that storyline, then don't watch soap operas. But if you're somebody that, that's enjoying it, um, go ahead and watch it. Um, you, you might be surprised, you know, kind of take the, the taboo away from soap operas because soap operas, like professional wrestling, they're kind of stereotyped for the, the housewife, the, the, you know, a female show, you know, or whatever. There are plenty of men. And I'll tell you, I will tell you, in prison, the majority of men in prison watch General Hospital. So there's a fun fact for you. Um, but, so, that's, uh, that's that. I want to thank you all for listening. That's the main storyline going on right now at General Hospital in Port Charles. Um, if you want to know more, go ahead, follow me on sports, on uh, Twitter, at SWE. Also, go ahead and uh, follow Sportswire on Twitter and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. You can also go ahead and uh, email us, sportswireaudio at gmail.com, and go to www.sportswireaudio.com. That brings you to our anchor.fm page. From there, you can go ahead and click on and donate to my No Shave November uh, donation drive. It's uh, no-shave.org slash member slash Vinny A81. Go ahead and donate. Uh, and also, if you want to, you can go ahead and support the Sportswire, support the show. Uh, because, well, you know, maybe with some support, I'd be able to order AEW full gear. You know what I mean? Anywho, I want to thank you all for listening. Again, my name is Vinny Apicella. Uh I will see you tomorrow. And tomorrow will be Monday, uh, will be, uh, Monday morning. Again, there's nothing, no wrestling on, actually, so maybe we'll go with a deep dive of something older, perhaps. But we'll see you all uh, again again. For those of you on Twitter, please try to apologize to Matt Coon for me because uh, I know I worded things wrong and I screwed up. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. Enjoy the, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And if... Uh, if you're listening to this Saturday night, Sunday morning, head to church. Show God that you love him. And uh, if you're not a Christian or if you're questioning your faith or looking for, for, for faith, um, give it a try. Pick up the Bible, read the Bible. You know, if you're an atheist, then you're an atheist. You know, and I can't help you there. But everybody's got their own belief system. And um, that's just wor- that's what works for me. So... Enjoy your weekend. 
I love you all, and uh, see you tomorrow on the Sports Wire.